Season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My team! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot taker than that. My team! Take that, take that, take that. My team! Brooklyn style, baby! Brooklyn style! My team! Christmas package, and Rousey finally returned. That and more on this week's edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what I say, regardless of that time, and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Start talking back at it like a sports fanatic. Woo! Here we are, folks. It's finally, it's, it's finally NFL Week 17. The last week of the NFL. Some may call this rivalry week. Because if there's one thing that the NFL probably has gotten right over the last couple of years, and that is definitely... Definitely, definitely finding a way to make week 17 of the NFL interesting. Not just interesting, but interesting and grueling and punishing to the teams that don't take it seriously and just achy, breaky, heart achy-ish for the fan bases. Because this is this is the kind of week that you kind of have three kinds of people, but we're not gonna get into that yet. Because for some, I mean, it's a week of nothing. For others, it's a ticket into the postseason. It doesn't it doesn't get to be like that this at all, regardless of what it is. It is Sunday, fun day. We are gonna hope for a little bit of chaos. This this is one of those for the few weeks that all. And when I say all, I do mean all of the NF, all of the NFL games, are on Sunday today, or Sunday this week. So there's no Thursday game. There's no Saturday game. There's no Saturday. There's no Monday game. Everything is just Sunday. Everything, 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 and. While we have a few 
few, and when I say very, 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 very few meaningless games, most games this week matter. And maybe that's what makes Week 17 now. Now, more than any other time in NFL's history, meaningful. It, 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 and when I say history, I mean, let's take it back. Remember, there was a time where you had New England Patriots playing the Cleveland Browns this week. And it was a week where New England would have already locked up their playoff hopes. And Cleveland, in Cleveland fashion, would have only had one win. And New England would have rested all their players and sat down Tom Brady and done all the, all this madness that they t- attempted to do before. Which then put you in a position to not only not play this week, but not play next week because you're on the first, because you have the bye week. So you're basically not playing for about three weeks from now. Which means that you haven't played a meaningful game in about a month. And you got there rusty against a team that just basically had to kick, scratch, claw, and fight their way not only into the playoffs, but into the position just to face you. No, that's, that, that doesn't happen anymore. That's bad business. That is 100% bad business. That's how you lose. And New England has, unfortunately, or maybe very fortunately. (laughs) Depending on which side of that coin that you're actually looking at, New England unfortunately lost a championship in that very fashion. So, what do we say now? What do we say now? When week 17 comes down and the very first game, slated for 1 o'clock. One of the first games slated for 1 o'clock. As I have invested interest in this game because obviously as you guys know and you guys hear all the time, I am in the thick and down South Miami, yes. The place that Will Smith sung about, Viva La Miami. Yeah, I'm here. And there's a buzz. Finally, 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 finally. You know what I mean? Like, there's a buzz. And there's a buzz. It's taken them right up to the point where they're, they're I want to say that they're kind of sitting like the Jets were last year. If you remember. They're sitting with double-digit wins. And if they lose this game, they can still very much so be out of the playoffs. And that is something that they do not want to happen. So they got to fight. Basically, they got to they gotta fight hard. They got to have to. You don't want to be that team. You really don't. And listen, it's, it's going to be very hard. As, as far as from my point of view, from my perspective, there's no way that Miami should not make the playoffs. But it's Miami. <laughs> and if anybody can find a way to make to miss the playoffs this week, it is them. But they know how it happens. You know what I mean? So it happens. You know. But. 
danger zone. Smoke weed every day.
win a championship this year because Gronk is is that guy. Gronk is that Randy Moss. Gronk is is that target that he's always needed, that big guy to bail him out, to look to when he trusts nobody else, or just to make a big play. I didn't think they had any more big-time receivers outside of the elements and whoever, you know, really big-time receivers. And then the New England Patriots do something that New England Patriots rarely ever do. And not necessarily say they really ever do it, because New England Patriots are known for going out and getting the shady character. The iffy, I shouldn't say the shady character, the iffy character kind of guy, because they have a way and a system over there that says that if you don't tighten up here in this winning culture, then guess what? You may not tighten up anywhere, and this is probably going to be your last shot. It kind of goes that way, like... If you mess up so many times and you get to the New England Patriots and the New England Patriots say that, hey, you're not worth it, then you may not be worth it. That's all uh, That's all I'm saying. I, and, and look at it. Chad Ochocinco, that happened to him. It happened, if I'm not mistaken, to did Reggie Bush go over there? I don't know. Let's just call it Chad Ochocinco and Tim Tebow. Those two guys went to New England. It quickly panned out that they couldn't cut it. And we haven't heard from them in the league since that. Guys that were giving that would have been given chances anywhere else a thousand times over, they said, you know what? Let's send you to the be all end all place in New England. Let's see what happens. So now New England Patriots go in and get Michael Mal- Malcolm Floyd, who just got released from the Arizona Cardinals due to a DUI. And this is a big time receiver. And while he was only in there for about what something like around like between like 15 and 19 snaps last week. We're probably going to see him in a couple more snaps this week and a little bit more in the playoffs. I'm going to look out for him because he may be the next reason why the New England Patriots come away with another championship. We'll go into that and more when we come back from this break. The Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Talent T. Taylor. You are listening on the Mix LR. Electroconvulsive Therapy Part 1. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Listeners, I'm still your host, Talent T. Taylor. It's just me. It's just me here in the booth, in the studio, in the Miami Sports Center. Damn, it sounds so bad. 
76 degrees. Oddly enough, you can still put the AC on if you want some nights. Some nights, you can, you know, just with the window open, look on the window, so get in the house, and just let that nice, cool breeze pass through. Or you can just go down to the beach even some nights and just relax. Give your feet into the sun, into the sand. Just look into the stars. I know I apologize. Not all of you, you know, have that South Florida environment. I'm not trying to rub it in any. I'm just saying I really, 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 really like it. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself. So for that game, we have New England beating them. Next up, we have Jacksonville facing Indy, and these are, this is going to be one of the first games that has absolutely no meaning to it whatsoever, except for the simple fact that these two guys are rivals, and this is a division game, and you never want to listen lose to your division foe, and for two teams that are kind of on the come up, we're talking about a Jacksonville team that has all kinds of supposed young talent that can never get right versus an Indiana team that has one specific guy with talent named Andrew Luck. I'm not saying he's the only guy, but they have him. And having him has allowed them to basically say, I have a franchise quarterback. Unlike Jacksonville, who Still don't know if they can trust Blake Bortles or not. So, 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 so. What are they to do? Basically, this is one of those games where you kind of look at and, and you definitely say, this, this is still an interview for next year. You never want to go into a game and not give it your plus. This, this is national football. Like, you've heard them boys say, like, this will kill us out here. If you haven't heard that quote, then that means you ain't listening to the real football players talk. <laughs> like you, ain't listen, you ain't listening to the big dogs in the trenches. You know what I mean? I ain't talking about the, the, the pretty wide receivers and defensive back and even a few of the safeties. No, no, no. I'm talking about these offensive linemen and these defensive linemen and these middle linebackers. I'm talking about those boys. There's, there's some real killers out there. So there's, there's never a game that you, there's never a time that you want to go into a game half-heartedly. Indy to beat this game because they do have Andrew Luck and they do have the talent and Jacksonville is still trying to find themselves and this is one of them games where you look at it and you say I'm really afraid that Jacksonville may just shut off the switch and not compete enough especially early or late or just or just all around not to be consistently enough to beat a guy like Andrew Luck who even in a game that means nothing this is a guy that, from the time he's been in the league, we know that he's playing for his legacy. Regardless if he has a good one or a bad one, we know that he's playing for his legacy. Number one draft pick. Is he number one or number two? I can't remember if he was before or after. Robert Griffin, the triple bust. But... 
So we all know Andrew Luck is basically always playing for his legacy. So he's not gonna go out there and have lackluster games, or I shouldn't say lackluster games, half-hearted games. You're never gonna catch him just going out there and not trying fully, which I'm afraid that Jacksonville may run into. So I have Indiana beating Jacksonville here. Next, we have Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Now this is one of those games where you look at and I say to myself, Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? So, I have Tampa Bay to win this game because something, I'm, I'm, we're still waiting to see the consistency of Cam Newton. Right? That's for sure. Like, if it, if it was never any given, it was definitely given this year. We're still waiting to see the consistency of Cam Newton because how they ran last year and how they finished off the season before that did not show up in the way they played this season. So, we're going to see how they come out. Especially when you're playing against a Tampa Bay team that has something to play for. They are still trying to make the playoffs. They're sitting there. They're sitting right there. They're sitting with an outside shot. Very slim outside shot, but an outside shot of making the playoffs. And they just need a window. They need a slight window. And we're going to talk about the team that they are going to require their help from in a minute. And when I say a minute, we're talking about a couple minutes. It's going to be a little bit further down the road. Let's get back. 
game up like we usually do but trust me that we will and adjustments will come and we would make sure that we get some kind or we keep some kind of tabs on this next game as listen next going to overtime I'm happy because that means they haven't lost yet and there's one thing that you know I keep saying that I want the Knicks to do I'm not going to tell you now. We'll talk about that later when we go into the NBA portion of our segment. Because we still got football to break down. Like we said, Pittsburgh has nothing to do here. Pittsburgh is just is just going to make sure that they come out and they play hard. They go out there and they play a rival. And they don't let up. They make sure that they stay paced. Because they have nothing to lose here. And Cleveland has nothing to gain. Pittsburgh just has to make sure that they don't lay a duck. And go into the playoffs with a bad taste in their mouth. We'll go into that a little bit more. And we'll finish up this week's playoff. When we come back from this commercial break.
find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. I am still your host, the talented Toma, Toma, Toma. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you heard me. I don't think you heard me correctly. Take that, take that, take that. We're still breaking down week 17 of the NFL. This week matters. Week 17 matters. I'm not trying to poke fun of any news maker this week. Cause that, you know what I'm saying. Week 17 matters. Even though Pittsburgh Cleveland doesn't matter, week 17 matters. New England goes into Atlanta. And this is one of the first games that I told you that I'm kind of hoping for a little bit of chaos here. I'm looking for a just a little bit of chaos here because the New Orleans Patriots have, or the New Orleans Saints have no chance whatsoever. Of making the playoffs. The only thing that they can do here. Is. Lower Atlanta's position. As Atlanta sits at 10-5 and five right now. They're currently slated to get a first round bye. And if Seattle takes care of their business against San Francisco. Uh-huh. <laughs> Then, if New Orleans goes into Atlanta and plays in Atlanta's dome, New Orleans, remember, New Orleans is another team that, that is used to dome. And if you're a person that is used to dome, then basically you're just you're just basically saying whose dome is better, like who is just better at whose dome. And in this situation. <laughs> 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 I think that New Orleans can go into Danger Zone Atlanta, into their dome, take their dome, and fly all over it. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is that I trust Drew Brees to perform in a dome kind of mutual site kind of territory, even though, you know, you're talking about, you know, the rottiness of the crowd, he's been the reigning Super Bowl champ, not really worried about that when it comes to him, but to send him in a, in a dome on the road to Atlanta, 
just to knock that man act down and down. So as Atlanta is trying to keep their playoff position, you know, I'm just coming here and putting spoiler. This is my first bit of chaos. This is the first bit of chaos that I am currently hoping for. To be honest with you, the real chaos would be if Miami beats New England. Like those are two teams I hate. Like I like seriously, both of them. I would like I would part of me would like to kind of see Miami beat New England. Just for the simple fact that it may mean that New England does not get home court advantage throughout the AFC championship run or playoff run. And even more so, it definitely makes sure that they cannot get home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Which, you know, Super Bowl is a neutral site, so who really cares? But even in an odd way, and don't don't tell anybody this. Like th- this is gonna be a hard one for me to really admit. So I really don't want you sharing this with anybody. But part of me kind of want New wants New England and Dallas to be in the playoffs because that's kind of like America's team versus America's team. Like what is called America's team in Dallas versus like kind of should be America's team based off of standard of winning. But like I said, that's something to go into for another time. But don't like I said, don't tell anybody that. I can't admit. Now, to anybody, really, that I've wanted to see New England be successful whatsoever. <sighs> As the Knicks head into overtime. Next up, we have Judge versus the Hulk. And. This is another one of those games that absolutely has no meaning to most people except me because obviously I'm a Jets fan and I want to see the Jets always do good, always be competitive, always try to win. But we can't always guarantee that. And so, we run into a weird problem. Kind of like I told you the problem that I thought that Jacksonville may have, and the reason why I thought Indiana would win. Kind of the same reason why I'm looking at the Jets right now. Yes. Same reason that I'm looking at my Jets. Because I'm a, I'm I'm scared of my Jets. I'm not sure if my Jets are gonna show up this week. The Jets haven't haven't really showed up the last couple of weeks. The last time they showed up, I think it was close to the Jets. 
always been one of the most watched teams when it's come to football in this period. And Philly has a team that has put up a defense that if you are not careful, they have been known to sneak up on you. Sneak up on you and snatch wins away from teams that do not have that do not deserve to have wins snatched from them. So what happens here is that this game kind of scares you. But you tell yourself Dallas still should have something to play for. I mean, while they lock up home field advantage throughout the NFC. And you know what? I think that may all that matter because the Super Bowl is a neutral field advantage kind of place anyway. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure what Dallas has to play for. So this scares me. Because we're talking about a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back, and one of the very, and you're talking about a time that Dallas really hasn't, a place that Dallas hasn't, a position Dallas hasn't been in in a while. sure that you play all of your guys. You play your starters. You play Dak Prescott. You play Ezekiel Elliott. You play that monster offensive line. You play Des Bryant. And you play these guys. And what you do is that you want to come in here and you want to dominate. Because what you want to do is that you want to show everybody that you earned this 14-2 and record. The best record that the Dallas Cowboys have put up in the last 20 years. That's what you want to prove. You want to prove that Tony Romo is it the quarterback of the future? That your future for Dallas is and starts now. But uh, but my number one thing you don't want to do you don't want to get rusty. You don't want to get rusty. You don't want you don't want to build a bad habit and you don't want to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You don't want these guys off for this whole entire time because you're talking about the last time they played was last week. So that means you're not really gonna play them this week. They're not going to play next week because of the bye, which means that their first game is going to be sometime in the middle of January. We're talking about two weeks where you're telling your players, eh, you know what, don't worry, even worry about football for the next 10 days. Get them out of rhythm, you get them out of sync, you get them out of cycle, you get them out of character. You don't want you guys out of character. You want them playing. You want them sharp. You want them in win mode. You want them to go into the playoff. With a win underneath their belt and with a good feeling. So, <laughs> talking about good feelings. Talking about these good feelings. <laughs> 
you. I told you week 17 is important. We didn't get a chance to talk about Ronda Rousey. We didn't get a chance to talk about the NBA. We didn't get a chance to talk about none of that stuff so far. So this last segment may go a little bit faster than we anticipate. Baltimore Ravens are way too much of a professional team, I believe, for them to look over any team. 
And not to mention the Baltimore Ravens are all playing for a very, 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 very slim opportunity to make the playoffs. Very slim. Damn near minuscule. Virtually impossible. Not even quite sure why I'm even saying they have a slim chance. The Baltimore Ravens are generally professionals and that's how they conduct themselves and that's how I expect them to act when it comes to facing off against the other teams now. Can't really figure out what has been going on this year, but it's, it's, a, it's hopefully that it's, it's a season that doesn't call for the firing of the head coach because not only has the head coach so far improved from last season, but he hasn't gotten into the playoffs a couple of years. And that's because he hasn't made it for the first year in probably, what, four or five years? Doesn't mean that it's time for him to be fired. I don't want to hear that. Unless you're bringing in somebody that you believe is way better than him and say this doesn't make it or not. But I just don't see that generally happening. Next up, we have 11-4 Kansas City taking on the 5-10 San Diego Chargers. And this is one I'm looking at. This is why I'm kind of putting the same category with Pittsburgh and Cleveland. You're looking at like Andy Reid is not going to allow his team to not be prepared in this game. Andy Reid is not going to allow his team to be, it's not going to allow himself to be outcoached in this game. So I have Kansas City beating San Diego. Baltimore beating Cincinnati. Let's go into that one. I have Cincinnati, I have Tennessee beating Houston. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into that one. And I have the Giants beating Washington. I have Chargers beating Oakland. Oakland Raiders beating the 87 Denver Broncos. This is one of those games I'm going to keep a huge eye on. Because I have to keep in the progress of what is going to happen with the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Because unfortunately, 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 Carr is injured. They are in the danger zone. And they may not get this win. And not getting this win, while initially all it does is propel Kansas City ahead of them. But it also speaks to what's going to be part of a greater demise if they can't get Carr back. So what they need to do is they need to win this game. They need to win this game so that if they don't have Carr for this game, they at least have the opportunity to give him one more week's of rest to see if he can come back when it comes to the divisional, the divisional round of the playoffs. Because not, not being able to participate now, While it may not be the end of the world, they definitely do need to win now. So don't David Carr or not, that, that this game is different than what it is because you don't want to be the fourth seed because then you're talking about not having him next week when you do ha when you have to play again, and and he still hasn't fully rested that finger or his injury. I'm rooting. I'm I'm rooting for Oakland to win. I would like to see what they do with this, and I want to see what happens with a, with a healthy David Carr. As we spoke about it earlier, Seattle versus San Francisco is just is just basically an exercise. Seattle's gonna go on this. Seattle is generally the team who takes care of business. They generally don't 
upload dude like this dude every once in a while i mean everybody's human but jay generally don't throw away games like this so i expect um second quarter it's also a game that we saw Derek Rose and let's mention Colonel Anthony played only 14 minutes and he put up 10 points but a game that we saw Derek Rose put up 26 Christoph Porzingis put up 24 and Junkie Noah put up 14 points and 16 rebounds a lot of the a lot of the minutes end up going to holiday as he was only able to um, to produce an additional 14 points. And like I said, without Melo there, the whole dynamics of the, of the team kind of changes. What you will probably like to see is, is see Derrick Rose get a couple more assists. But that's always been Derrick Rose. Six assists, seven rebounds. So, finally we come to the last game. This is going to be the LA Rams versus Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals are going to come to LA. This is both teams that are playing for nothing. And we're hoping that we get something out of this game. And... While I think that Arizona may be the slightly more talented team, I think LA is just going to come out and play. The Rams are going to play with a little bit of oomph as they tend to every once in a while, and they're going to take this game. So finally, that is week 17. And finally, we're going to see who the playoffs are. And then finally, by February, sometime we'll get, the, we'll get the Super Bowl. And speaking of things that are finally here, Well, things that are finally here, I finally found a boob. Yeah, I'm finally in love. I know that one. But once again, I, and this one of the ones I'm not even gonna tell, to tell anybody. Those, are, this is one of those ones you could tell the world. Yeah, I'm in love. It happened. But now, speaking of things that are finally here, Ronda Rousey turns to after what seems two years.
you know, where we get to see the new team that Al, Al Harford is on versus the team that Camilla Anthony, Joakim Noah, Derrick Rose, and meeting the young guy, Christopher Zingas. We get to see Golden State versus Cleveland. We got to see Chicago versus San Antonio Spurs. We're talking about the San Antonio Spurs that no longer have Tim Duncan. that just retired Tim Duncan. Let's give a heart for speed like Tim Duncan. And the boys versus a Chicago team that now has Dwayne Wade, that has Dwayne Wade looking like the Miami team of old. And you see why he's also left. He's just more talent on this team, way more talent on this team. And Chicago actually has an identity now. When you look at Miami, Miami's one of the worst teams in the league. And Miami has no identity. We got to see some young talent in Minnesota versus the young spark plug in, um, in Russell Westbrook. Now, when he's out, as, as he's tearing up the league. And we got to see the L.A. versus L.A., the no-travel game. This still is Boston versus New York. Boston beat New York 119-114. to 114. As the Knicks jailed for the majority of the game, as the, they couldn't keep things close. Every time they, they brought it close, Boston would find a way just to just to pull away from that game. And you know, this is a bad day to look good. And this is the Knicks right now, and I told you I was going to talk about this. The Knicks right now, I'm happy when the Knicks. You know, let's take it back to the play. I'm happy when the Knicks look like Basically, he's in the back.
decisions, meaning for the majority of us. San Antonio beat Chicaro 119-100. Now, San Antonio was basically did the San Antonio, did the San Antonio though, is which is no knock on Chicago. They just aren't San Antonio or all the level to compete with San Antonio right now. There's no time. This is a really good team that has playoff experience, and they have a champion now on that team. Minnesota took on Oklahoma City, and they lost 100-112. As in, This is another game where you saw Russell Westbrook drop 31 points. LA Clippers took on the LA Lakers, and even though the Clippers are a better team, you would think a game that they didn't have to travel in, that they would, they would show up, but you know what? They shrank. They, 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 they came out flat. They... They had no energy, but more than anything, they had no CP3, which is what still is, to me, is no excuse. They were up by 11 in the second in the second quarter, and they blew this game. They blew this game to a mediocre LA team. A less than mediocre LA team. So, that's what the NBA did to showcase their talent. And... We're still seeing that talent leak. Uh, we're still seeing that showcase of talent leak into the game today. As we just saw last night, Russell Westbrook once again. <laughs> Russell Westbrook <laughs> records his 15th triple double as the Oklahoma City Thunder win. Over Miami Heat, 106-94. to Westbrook put up 29 points, 17 rebounds, 11 assists. But he wasn't the only former Oklahoma City Thunder. Or, I guess Westbrook isn't a former Oklahoma City Thunder, but there was another former. There was a, another guy of Oklahoma City roots, I guess you could say, that also put up numbers that week or this week and that is James Harden so even though his team wasn't able to be showcased in the Christmas Day special he definitely showed his butt off the other night as they took on Dallas as he dropped 34 and a 123-107 win over Dallas in a game that he also dished for 11 times in a game that it made me realize that Harrison Barnes is averaging 20 points per game with Dallas and Dallas is, are, is one of the worst teams in the league. But more than anything, that game, that former New York Knick and NBA champion Trevor Ariza had beef with one of the players from Atlanta. If some random thing had been said, that basically got him ejected. So if just about 30 games into the NBA, like we're still talking about Cleveland being in first in the East, not having the best record in the league. Once again, they're behind Golden State Warriors and they're behind the San Antonio Spurs. And if they're not, and if they're not careful, they can also fall behind the Houston Rockets. Surprisingly, and the Cleveland's are sitting with a record of 23 and seven, very closely being followed by the Toronto Raptors, who are at 22 and eight. And then that's followed by the Boston Celtics, who are 19 and 13. And the New York, uh, New York Knicks are fifth, 
in that Eastern Conference at six feet with a record of sixteen and fourteen. Then the total the Miami Heat are horrendous and they have a rec and they are the thirteenth best team in the East with a record of ten and twenty-two. Now as we shift over to the West, we have the Golden State Warriors with a record of twenty-seven and five, San Antonio Spurs with a record of twenty-five and six, and surprisingly in the East we have we have James Harden moving over to point guard and doing whatever he does. With the, with Dan and Tony, which allows him to run, gun, and, and dish whenever he needs to. The Houston Rockets are sitting with a record of 24 and 9, followed by the LA Clippers with a record of 22 and 11, and Russell Westbrook and his 15 triple doubles over 32 games has brought his team to a record of 20 and 12. Yes, folks, that is just about my time. We have a few seconds left here before we cut off. The college football playoffs is in full effect, and that's going to be coming up on this media Sosa. As we have Alabama taking on Washington, we are going to roll tight with that one. And we will take Alabama to win. And we also have the Ohio State versus Clemson. I could give two hoosh shits who comes out of that one. And because I'm not a fan of Buckeyes for a whole bunch of reasons, because they have to be from Ohio, I've had a couple of annoying Buckeye friends. I didn't know what a Buckeye was. A Buckeye is not even unique or indigenous to Ohio. As you can actually find them in Germany. And you know what? I live in South Florida. You know, and I have to show some kind of love or allegiance to at least one Miami team slightly. And I am going to pick the U for that one. And they don't like the Buckeyes, so we're going to roll with that one as well. So I'm picking Clemson to beat them. But ultimately, I have Clemson, I, I have Clemson losing to Alabama as the Tigers to themselves another national championship. And in what I call the ultimate bowl, we have Michigan and Jim Harbaugh versus Wisconsin. Yes, folks, there we go. That's officially it. That's the show. That's my time. Thank you. Stay blessed. Stay stressed. Sorry. Ooh. Thank you so much, Lou. Don't hate me. Stay blessed. And don't stress. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. <laughs>